Fables of Latour, The War of a Thousand Dragons, featuring Quentin Foote as the Dungeon Master, Caden Chad as Corpse Paint, Christopher Wallette as Ember Waves, Kirsten Gray as Faye Walker, Knut Ellingson as Nordum Iron Boot, and Kyle Trenholm Nevette as Valorous Rochelle. to a very special episode of Fables of Latour, War of a Thousand Dragons, episode 10. Everybody, insert clapping sounds. Uh, we're going to drop ye old recap on our wonderful Kirsten Gray slash Faye Walker tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Faye, take us away. <laughs> Hello, welcome everybody. Um, last time on Fables of Latour, our intrepid party had um left the encampment of Stormhold, right? Earth. Yes. Um, with um, unfortunately having not rescued and saved the um, original guild members of the Red Willow Guild. Um, unfortunately, all but, I guess, save Scarlet, who had reincarnated as a Phoenix folk. Um, we had also taken two dwarven prisoners back to Red Willow to interrogate and answer for their uh, reasons as to why they took the Red Willow Guild and what was their purpose in that. Um, a very brief interrogation happens, and I think currently um, they are they were left, I guess, to the citizens of Red Willow to do with as they will once we informed them that they were in fact... Oh, just the one. Right. That's correct. Um, oh, right, because one was not too bad and one was a bit of an asshole. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, one was patriotic and one was not. And the one was that was not was saved, <laughs> I guess. Um, so the end result of that one individual that was not so helpful um, was up to the citizens of Red Willow to do with as they sought fit. Um, after that, the party had kind of went their separate ways. They found and discovered their new rooms within the Red Willow Guild. Valorous had left for a bit of time to do some personal errands. And I believe Ember had done his own business. And... <laughs> They and Corpse Paint had a rendezvous 20 minutes north of Red Willow 
upon which Corpse Paint had presented Faye with a wanted poster of herself for the murder of an entire village. Um, the two of them fought, and out of panic, Faye had um, cast a spell that dropped Corpse Paint in one go, <laughs> to which she <laughs> immediately revivified him. Well, I shouldn't say revivified, healed him. Um, as it was an act of fight or flight and panic and um, rather than losing a new friend and running away again um, she went willing back willingly back to Red Willow and um, Ember and Nordum kind of got a rough lowdown of what happened, but at the same time, not really a lot was said other than Faye was basically under house arrest in Red Willow and waiting the arrival of the Templar Templars of Locor. Nice. And that was where we left off. Thanks, Kyle, for joining us. Oh my. Okay. Uh that is not what I was expecting to happen in my absence uh, for an episode. All right. In-house fighting, Faye established dominance. Understood. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she Quite a too. <laughs> Jesus. Um, however, we find ourselves camera pans down on a very handsome Elemenzian monk riding horseback across grass-swept fields, traveling west <laughs> on behest of Snark, the uh, kind of like, I don't know, like the butler goblin, sort of, of the Willow Guild, gave Valorous a tip about some uh, someone he might want to meet um, on the scanty strait just south of the Half Moon Sea. So Valorous... You rode through the night because you're a badass and you were well rested before anyhow. The I don't know if you can tell me if it's a familiar sensation, but uh, the salty air begins to. Yes, yes, I'm getting firm nods. Oh, yes, that 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 is a firm aspect of his background. He, he has spent some time abroad on the sea. Excellent. Well, a, uh, a sense of nostalgia fills you as um, the coastline of the Scanty Strait comes into view, which is a small, um, like, inlet um, between the mainland of uh, Latour's West and a small sliver that kind of helps form the shape of the Half Moon Sea. And you've been directed to uh, a place called Crater Bay, which is a small fishing village and um, you are in search of a Elemenzian uh, bender who you've been told could help you um, maybe broaden your understanding of bending the elements, teach you something new perhaps. And Snark told you that this bender lives on a very secluded island about half a kilometer off the shores of Crater Bay. 
And as the ocean comes into view, it's actually really nice. It, it is like a sunny day. There's a few uh, white clouds that brush the sky. Um, it's cold, but because you're on the coastline, the snow has kind of vanished. Um, and you see a small fishing village with one very distinct island. Yeah, just like a couple hundred meters off the uh, the beach. And what would you like to do as you stroll in on Barrick's horse? I think just wasting no real time or a road through the night. Very, very much on a mission. First time for, well, for better or for worse, being separated from Faye and newly found group. We're now in charge of a guild hall for Red Willow. Tried to take care of my business and get back to the group as quickly as one can in a timely manner. Yeah. And no doubt since joining this group, things have hit you hard. It has been uh, it has been an onslaught to say the least. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so yeah, you, you get up to the to the beach. Um, you see this island. It's quite small. Um, it's raised off from uh, the ocean, not by very much. You think on a stormy night, waves are probably crashing into this rustic old-looking cabin that sits precariously on the top of this small island. What's your plan to get to the island? Initially, at a snap glance, do I see any sort of a boating? Do I see any makeshift rafts kind of shored up? Do I see any immediate villagers who would be uh, uh, receptive to a stranger? Yeah, so the village of uh, Crater Bay is is quite quaint and cute. A lot of uh, seaside um, homes uh, built close to the shore. Tons of small uh, dinghies are just pulled up along uh, the sandy beach. Lots of fishermen are um, preparing to go out for the day as it is quite early in the morning. Um, So the beach is actually quite a bustle. Uh, Families are saying goodbye to sailors as as they do before they go out for uh, a good day of fishing. And yeah, you think there's a lot of possibilities to get your yourself a boat here. Uh, I think Valoris would just kind of very, uh, not not urgently trot up to the beach line, but just like a, a very casual stroll on uh, Lightning. Uh, the, I believe that was the name of the horse. It was. Uh, find it available post log something to hitch him up on and just find the nearest available group of people and uh, see how they feel about a complete stranger going to an island that I don't know if there's any sort of rumor is there any sort of negative association or is it just a uh, yeah absolutely go on through but no problem nice. um, so you find like uh, a tree it looks like it's got some nice shade by it. Uh, some good, like, tall grass for lightning to graze on. You hitch him up there, and you see this one dinghy. Um, it's just got two oars, um, no sails of any kind, and a young, probably, like, 20-year-old human, uh, like, sun-bleached skin. Uh, looks like a sailor, um, and he's just kind of getting his, uh, like, uh, um, fishing nets all like untangled and, and ready for the day and he looks pretty approachable absolutely I found my objective I will go s- approach this uh, handsome individual oh uh, oh hey hey sir you're not from around here can I help you or is there something you're you're needing 
I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to secure passage over to a uh, that little uh, spot of land over there. Uh, I, I'm willing to pay. Is there a boat that I could just take myself? I don't want to inconvenience you, take you away from some, uh, providing for your village or anything. He, he looks to the island. And he goes, oh, yeah, we don't really go over there much. It's got great fishing, but this weird things happen around that island. Yeah, that's what I'm counting on. Are you, you, you know, old man Arno. I, I know of him. I'd like to get to know him on a personal level. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess I could row you over for like a good price. How much do you make in a whole day? Five silver on a good day. Okay. Oh, so reach into his pouch. He will pull out a whole gold piece and very slyly give it to him. Please don't sail away after I go inside the cabin. Please just hang out, fish in the surrounding area, but please do not leave. I can fish in the surrounding area? Yes. Hop right in, friend. Hoping for the best. <laughs> All right. You, uh, the two of you kind of push the boat into the water. Uh, you oh, hop yeah. right in. And um, he starts rowing you there. Takes about half an hour. You see, the, the water's pretty calm for uh, a rough winter's day, but nothing you haven't experienced before. And as you get closer to the island, you notice it's a little bit bigger than it looks like from shore. But it's not huge. The bottom half or bottom like third of the island is just like bare, rough rock. Um, weird shapes that seem to just kind of like jut out from um, said rock. And then like the top two third is actually like pretty lush grass. You see that there's a single uh, ash tree um, behind the cabin that you couldn't see from um, the shoreline and this uh, fine young sailor he kind of rows you around to like the easiest part to get on and off the island says well I think this is as good as it's going to get for you alright thank you very much I remember surrounding area do not leave without me yeah no I'll just hang out around here I'll try to get some fishing done and uh, best of luck I hopefully if you don't come back by like sundown I'm probably going to leave that's fair. I accept that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Off I go. All right. There is no trail of any kind, but again, it's pretty it's pretty bare rock. <laughs> you could just go up to this rackety, gross-looking shack, and there's no signs of life on this island, but this is where you were told it would he would be. I'll go up to the rackety shack and just give it a quick little bump bump. Nothing. Uh, is there any sort of openings? Is there any windows? Can I peer inside said hut? Is the door secure? This there there is no sign of anything to look in or out except the odd plank that is just not quite like put close together. It's a pretty shoddy looking shack. Even the door doesn't quite seal tight on the top or the bottom for the, the wood planks are just so old and, and fucking 
um, decayed, but yeah. Uh, hello. I come on behalf of the Red Willow Guild. Is anyone home? You're not a part of the Red Willow Guild. Go away. How would you know if I am or if I'm not? How could you possibly know that? Delinar, Delinar and I are old friends. There's there's no human like you in the Red Willow Guild. Yeah. I'd know. A new addition to the guild. Thank you very much. Prove it. Would would Barrett just allow anyone to come strolling over with his personal horse? That's right. I came over here on lightning. See the door kind of cracks open a little bit. And this really old, old hunched over looking human sticks his head out. He's got wild, wispy white hair, uh, darker skin like yours, wrinkled like the freaking canyons and spires of the spire lakes. This dude's ancient cataract eyes. He just looks you up and down. You came on lightning, did ya? Yep. What do you want? Uh, you know, human, human, Elemensian, Elemensian. I'm heard, or I've been told, you are uh, quite proficient with bending. And you know, I, I'm by no means am I bad at it, but I'd like to, uh, hopefully uh, expand my repertoire a little bit. And Snark tells me you've been uh, quite helpful to the guild in the past. I've made an impression or two on the guild. You've met Snark? What do you think of him? He's quick to help out, but also keeps himself. Or if you, if you need something, he's there. If you don't need anything, it's like he's not there. He says, old man just gives a big sigh and he opens his door and he says, well, it's drafty out there. At least come inside. Oh. And you walk inside and you see he just snaps his fingers and five uh, little puffs of fire just shoot from his uh, five fingers. And each one illuminates a candle. And there is nothing in this shack except one table and two chairs. And it is just a dirt floor. There's no bed. There's no windows. There's no sign of any food. No shelving. No extra clothing. Nothing. I'm sure the smell is uh, quite inviting. Yeah. It really smells like an old sailor shack. That is a fact. And he sits down in one of the chairs. And he goes, well... I'd offer you something to drink, but I haven't drank anything in 30 years, so. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. You, you haven't drinking anything in 30 years? I haven't drank or eaten in 30 years. How long have you been here? I insight check that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says, well... I built this shack about 35 years ago. And I didn't leave this island for three years. 
what'd you get on your insight check? 17. This old man, he's hard to read. You can't tell if he's just being fucking crazy. <laughs> or if maybe crazy is just his truthful. But you kind of believe him. <laughs> no reason not to. All right. <laughs> there you go. So where did you grow up in Alamedzin, that is? I spent most of my life uh, hailing from uh, House Alda within Elementia. House Alda, eh? Pretty yes. notable family. I'd like to think so. All right. So I'm going to take it you know the way of Malcon. And you know that the way of Malcon is the four primary uh, elements. So obviously fire, earth, air, water. Of course. And he says, have you heard of the way of Atu? I also just have kind of like a inquisitive, puzzled look in his face of just, he's been doing this his whole life and he hasn't a singular clue what he's talking about. He goes, ah, before I tell you more, why do you want to know more? Many can't even bend all four elements in the way of Malcon. And you tell me you do all these with ease? For the most part, yeah. Everyone has their off day, but yeah, all four, no problem. And for uh, uh, reasons why, to be a better use to the guilt find ourselves uh, incredibly short-staffed, and the need is at quite an all-time high, it feels like. Tensions are uh, rising. I'm not sure how aware you are in the current world standings, but it's uh, it's not great outside the limitations of your land, your land here. Well, what happened to Delnar and Beric? Beric was forced into early retirement. And you see, old man Arno, he just, he completely understands that. And you see, he kind of like whispers to himself for a moment. And you can give me a perception check if you want to hear what it is, but it's pretty quiet. Let's see, I rolled a 10, plus 7, 17. 17. It sounds like old elvish, maybe? But not something you speak. But you would have to, if you had to guess, you think it was something in Old Elvish. Nah. And he says, so is everyone forced into early retirement? Probably everyone that you know. And you are part of the new guild? Yes. All right. I can tell you about the way of Atu. But I'm not guaranteeing I'll teach you or if you'll even be able to pick it up. But the basics go as this. Think of it as four alternate elements. Malcon, the way of Malcon is based on the four solitary and primary elements as the individual. Fire, earth, air, and water. Atu is based on combining 
at least one or more of those elements, like an alloy. First, you could learn lightning, which is a combination of fire, water, and air. You can learn positive energy, something that flows through all of us. Think of it as health, life. You can learn negative energy. Think of it as that which takes us when we come, when we come, when we age. What turns us old, a necrotic type of power. And lastly, alloy. A type of earth often refined into metals, metals that are combined to make things tougher. This is why I didn't leave the island for three years. I mastered my body, I mastered my mind, and I mastered my soul. Through that, I began to understand the way of Atu. If it's something you might consider, wanting to learn, you'd have to start with one. Absolutely, I want to learn. Is this going to be a three-year type commitment? Because I don't have three years to commit. I've tried to teach one other student many years ago, and they couldn't grasp it. And it took them down a dark roll, a dark road. Corrupted their soul, as it were. Everyone's different. Maybe you'd pick it up fast, maybe you wouldn't. But either way, it would take, from this point on, a lifetime of dedication and mastery. Let's go with lightning. Or, sorry, so um, out of the available four alt options, mm -hmm. are there any particular ones that are more difficult than others, or are they all kind of in the same realm of difficulty? You could say that. The very nature of Atu is relatability. Everything is connected. It's the antithesis of the way of Malkon, which is individuality. Once you pick up one, you may begin to pick up the other much easier. And I can also send you these notes, because I've been world-building fucking elemental building like no one's business lately <laughs> to get this for you so this has been great <laughs> mucho appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> no it's actually been super fun uh i mean absolutely um, oh, sidebar i will take those notes 100 percent. yes <laughs> however i'm gonna leave this here as we find ourselves back in the willow guild you are all rested and waking up I presume, in your new bedrooms. Ooh. Who would like to start their morning off? Don't all jump at the opportunity at once, jeez. <laughs> they spoke first, so it must be her. No, no. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I can go first. Faye probably um, is unsure of what to do currently 
uh, especially after last night. So, um, and she's not sure exactly how much freedom she has. Like, she knows that, um, Corpse, Corpse Pain has said that she's not, like, under arrest, really. Um, as long as she doesn't run. Um, it kind of made it seem like as long as you stay in town, that that's yeah. probably preferable. Yeah. Um, I think, though, at some point last night, after she, like, kind of like resigned herself to her new room um she would have looked at that spectral cat thing and yeah <laughs> like just stare at it for a moment and then stare at like just stress cuddle um luna her ammon thing and yeah. i think for a brief moment she, the thought of running did cross her mind um, maybe if if Valorous had been there, it would have been easier to to go. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. want to leave without um, without an explanation to Valorous, and she is a little she's worried for him because obviously he's not here, and she hasn't really been apart from him for a couple of years. So almost like I planned this whole thing. <laughs> A brilliant DM mind. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so I think the only thing Faye could really do is go to um, Scarlet's old uh, herb room, healing room, whatever it yes. is, war room. And I think she's just going to, the only thing she can do and really knows how to do is just start t- taking stock of what was left and nice. potentially start making a list of to grab next yeah so you you head downstairs um as you come down the stairs you know those are located right beside um the small like little tavern diner in the back of the guild hall um there's a large burning hearth there offering uh a nice warmth on this cold cold uh winter morning you look outside the windows and when you arrived yesterday in red willow from your trip to stormhold there was like a small blanket of snow kind of across everything, but it looks like over the night it was a lot of snow. There's probably almost probably half a meter of snow dumped last night and it is deep. Yeah. Um, so this fire is quite comforting as you walk right down the stairs and Snark uh, kind of stops you and he gives you a big wave and um, he says, Hey, hey, Miss Waka, would, would would you like breakfast at the table, or should I bring it into your office? Um, oh, I, I guess this is my office now. Um, yeah, if you wouldn't mind bringing it here, I suppose I don't mind doing a working a working meal. Yeah, it says okay. I'll be I'll be right in, Miss Waka. Thanks. So. You walk into your um, medical room office area. There are two um, like patient tables, mm-hmm. dead center in the room. Um, above you is a, a bright um, chandelier that burns um, a soft red. And as you look to your right, there are two shelves. Um, one is filled with linens, blankets, and pillows. 
Um, the adjacent one is filled with salves, herbs, um, some medical tools, uh, another uh, healer's kit. And then across the room, there is a water vat and a uh, what looks to be like a uh, like a fire burning stove that you can turn up. Uh, you think maybe for uh, sanitization purposes, burning soiled mm-hmm. rags, the sort. And then between those two is like a work desk, essentially. Okay. You see there's a few papers on there. There's a couple books about um, the different body types between the races and how each one heals differently and how it can be treated separately. Mm-hmm. And as you're kind of taking survey of your new uh, workspace, Snark comes in and he uh, kind of goes on his tippy toes and puts your uh, breakfast and um, he brings you a, a pot of tea and puts it on your uh, your table there. Oh, thanks. Thanks for the tea. Um, he goes, yeah, yeah, so I saw you've been drinking it, so I thought you might like that. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, do I, how, how much does this cost? How do, how does this work? Oh, oh no, Miss Walker, this, this all comes, you, the guild master, he keeps the food stores stocked and you guys serve for free. Sometimes we have townsfolk come in. You see, there's a couple extra tables there and, you know, sometimes we make money that way, but, uh, no, for you guys, guild members eat free. Good to know. I will make sure that the the wares are fully stocked. Then, um, cool. Uh, thanks for also uh, escorting me to the apple tree last night. That was much appreciated. Yeah, good. Everything turned out okay. I was kind of worried to leave you there by yourself. Oh, it's fine. It was fine. It was good. 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 Okay. Okay, well, I'll, I'll leave you to it, Miss Walker. If you need anything, I'll be at the bar. Thank you. You see this little gnarled up no- or uh, goblin leaves your little room. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, that's good for me. She'll just start taking kind of note of what stuff she needs to resupply a little bit. And um, she doesn't really, like, she'll probably briefly skim through the notes, like the the journals and any other medical stuff uh, mm-hmm. books um, but a lot of her training was never <laughs> professionally tra- like done like she never went to any um, schooling or really apprenticed any- under anyone it was all through right. observation and trial and error on herself for a lot of it so right. she probably intuitionally knows how things works but okay. she afford like maybe 20 minutes have an attention span enough to read some things that are like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I haven't really encountered this. What are notes here? And okay, I'm done now. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Nordum Ironbit. Aye. What's your morning routine look like? I'm uh, Guildmaster now. Well, Nordum's going to. Probably head into Ballas's Ballas Ballas's room because yeah. he did remember that. Uh, was it Kranz that showed us around, or was it? Uh, it was Snark. Snark. Okay, Snark showed us around, and he did say that the um, way into the b- 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 the attic attic was up there. So he wants to go yeah. check out what's hiding up in there. 
Okay. Yeah. So you kind of walk in there. Um, Valorous's door is still open because he, he didn't come home last night, predictably. Yeah. Um, and you see like in, in the one corner, um, yeah, there's just like a ladder that goes and you see at the top, it's probably like a, the whole second floor has quite high ceilings. It's probably like a 15 foot high ceiling. Um, luxurious. And yeah, quite spacious. And you see that there is like a hatch that you'd have to like push open once you climb the ladder, but. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to climb up that big old ladder. All right. You climb up there, you kind of put your uh, forearm forearm on the hatch, you chuck it open, and um, a big thud is heard pretty much throughout the whole second floor as this hatch kind of reverberates across the whole roof. Um, and you peek your head up, and with your uh, low light vision, um, it's like it's got some spare furniture. You look like there's like a second like living room set up up here. But as far as you can tell, there's like it's cold as shit. Um, and it's drafty, but that's it. Anyway, I'll just like take a wander up there, kind of like look at the furniture, see what kind of shape it is, and then see if there's anything else hiding around. So you, you like walk up in there and five or ten paces from the hatch, it slams closed. Is there a, is there a way to open it from the side? Yeah, there's a handle there. Okay, thank goodness. Okay, the norm's not going to panic too much. Uh, <laughs> and then he he's just going to yeah just wander around, kind of look at what's up here and okay. all that. Give me an investigation check. Uh, that's a 15 plus whatever my investigation is too so uh, 19 19 nice you see there is a chest I like chests and it's got a single robe in it and it looks nice like a nice robe <laughs> um, you kind of like hold it up and it looks like it's probably fit for a human Mm. Um, and then somebody slaps you in the back of the head <laughs> uh, I'll quickly turn around no one there no one there yeah. hello anyone up here you feel get like really cold for a second and like a breeze hits you <sighs> And then this like spirit, you see its back and it turns to face you. And it's just this haunting ass woman, this human woman with long, gross, greasy hair. And she just screams at you. Norm's just going to fucking book it out of there. Uh, <laughs> throw open that hatch. Doesn't throw it open. closed. Damn it. <laughs> um. It's never that easy. What do you want? There you go. You'll let her. This isn't your room! This is my room! I didn't know this was anybody's room. Who are you? The new guild hall mat person. What? Where's Barrett? And retired. That handsome bastard wouldn't retire without telling me. Not, not by his choice. 
and throw it back at her. <laughs> you try to open the uh, the hatch, and it opens now. You yeah, scurry um, down there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just slam it. Oh, jeezer. Norm is just going to try to forget about that and uh, <laughs> maybe go uh, work on his uh, chest plate that is still damaged. So, Oh, yes. Good call. <laughs> so he's um, just going to, yeah, just shake that off and uh, okay. warm up by the furnace of a... All right. So you walk into the... Um, you want to move your mini into your, um, your blacksmithing shop. Um, the kills are already going, which is really nice. And Aspen, uh, the dwarf you uh, spared at Stormhold. Oh, yes. And he's since pledged his loyalty to you. He's already getting the smithy shop going. Oh, perfect. And you see this, what he wears is uh, very like generic, um, but heavy plated uh, silver and blue and white armor. Mm. And you know, obviously, it is the... Um, the uniform of the Silver Rock Dwarves. Yeah. And he says, good to see you up and up and Adam, Commander. Oh, Aspen, I, I see you're already making yourself at home with the blacksmith shop. Yeah, I figured I'd, I'd try to be of use where I could be. If you need anything done, just let me know. I, uh, I helped myself to that cot last night. I hope you don't mind. Oh, no, that's 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 all good. You can... Uh... Definitely a bunk there for the meantime, uh, probably for however long you need. Um, but do we will really need to uh, probably change your get up here. It's uh, going to give me some bad memories, I'll say. Oh, he kind of like looks down at himself. He goes, yeah, that that'd probably be a good idea. At least uh, change the colors. All right, well, I'll, I'll make that my project for the day then. Perfect. All right. Uh, Amber waves. Um, is currently finishing up. Uh, within his room, there's the two couch sort of form a seating area for conversation. Uh, what was on the table is now strewn across the floor, including a, a bunch of various uh, sheets of paper that he would have utilized. Um, astronomy equipment. Uh, the Massive telescope, brass telescope, and um, celestial uh, dial of solar system, as it were. Uh, and it's just making notes and positions of just places that he spent up all night. Um, he finishes up what he's doing, not really recognizing exactly where he is, finishes up uh, in his diary and uh, will. Um, re-strap his shield back onto his left arm um, and stumble, uh, albeit somewhat, uh, downstairs to try and find any form of jolt, as it were, whether it be caffeine or something, something to yes. something to uh, enhance enhance his, uh, his current state. So... You'll be happy to know that as you come uh, stumbling down the stairs, mm. um, Snark goes, Ah, Mr. Waves, good to see you this morning. What can I get you? I did not uh, oh, see you there. Sorry. Um, 
No worries. I'm small. I get it. I'm easily missable. Right. Uh, coffee. Thing? Anything that jerked me up. All right. Well, let's go. Let's start with some coffee. Let's get some eggs in you. That protein. Got to keep you healthy, Mister Waves. Would uh, would you like this at the at the bar or the table? You want me to bring it into your office? I think I've spent. I will. I'll, I'll sit up. It. Right. That sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Whatever you need. And you see, he starts getting your uh, your breakfast ready. He puts the coffee down and a whole coffee pot in front of you. He knows you need it. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Or should we jump to Mr. Paint? Uh, I think we can. We can jump to Mr. All right. Mr. Paint. Uh, Corpse, you find yourself uh, waking up in your new bedroom for the first time? How does that make you feel? I, I, I don't... He's not used to this, you know? Traveling so much, and then even in the uh, the quarters of uh, the Templars, probably just had like a little cot. Mm-hmm. So he like probably tried sleeping on the bed and was like, "No, don't I don't like this." And probably slept on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I think gets up yeah. and ceremoniously puts on his uh mask and his uh, robes underneath his armor. Nice. Uh, you kind of like peek your head out the window and you see it snowed a ton overnight. Mm. Um, probably to like knee height. Um, you see uh, you're the only one who has like uh, access to the turret from your bedroom. So you see like you feel that door kind of like rattle. As mm-hmm. um, a, a stiff breeze uh, goes through the turret, um, but yeah, what would you like to do? I'll actually check out the turret. Okay. Didn't know that was so a part of my in- room, actually. Yeah, you walk inside and you see uh, the rounded turret. There's two chests right off um, on each side of your door. Mm-hmm. Um, you throw those open, and it's filled uh, to the brim with um, arrows. Um, in the center, there's a bit of like a common area, a table with some drinks, a couple stools, um, and uh, a couple lamps to just kind of offer what warmth you can can get from it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's stairs that go down and up. Cool. Uh, well, I will see what is on the upper floor and arrows okay. in the chests duly noted. Yeah. Foreshadowing. So, yeah. <laughs> So you go upstairs, there's a hatch you have to open up to get to the to the stone floored uh, turret. A huge brazier in the very center. Um, you look around, you can see all of Red Willow from up here. It's the highest um, point in the whole town. Hmm. And there is um, uh, a rack with about 10 uh, bows and quivers uh, attached to it. Yeah, yeah, I'll take one of the uh, the bows actually. Yeah, and a few that. arrows. Yeah, just borrow it. <laughs> yeah, you kind of brush the uh, the snow that's accumulated on them, and you walk back downstairs. Uh, before I do that, I will actually yeah. do my morning religion check, if you will allow Ooh. me. Have it. Cool. Well, I am going to. Uh, 
obviously with sort of this new course that my deity has put me on. I think I'm going to check back in with with him. And so first roll of today. And it is an 18 plus 1, so 19. All right. You get a sense of contentment. You know, you like you feel like you've done for now at least the right thing. Cool. Well, I trust that the gods, even the god of battle, have ways higher and means beyond my understanding, so I will take that and feel content myself and then proceed downstairs. All right. You walk downstairs, and um, do you come out of the first floor turret entrance, or do you go back to the second floor and then walk down the stairs? So many options. Uh, I'd go back through my room and down the stairs. Yeah. So you walk down the main stairs. Uh, you see Ember is sitting at the bar, uh, enjoying some light conversation with Snark. Uh, Ember's drinking some coffee and devouring some eggs. And Snark comes up to you and he goes, Ah, Mr. Paint, how's it going this morning? Surprisingly well, considering everything. Thank you. <laughs> Good. What the hell can I get you this morning? Uh, tea, please. Whatever you have available is fine. And as far as nourishment, I think it's been a while. You have a steak. Oh, Mr. Paint morning steak? Yes, I do. And you see well, he just kind of scurries back into the back room. And starts cooking away. Oh. Lovely. Thought it would be a good break from instant oatmeal on the road. Are you, how are you feeling, Cubs? I'm feeling much more, I think much more assured than before. How are you, you? You look quite pale. You all right? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, tired. Very tired. Um... The room has a uh, looking glass. So, spent, before the storm came in, I spent some time to study the stars, and I didn't kind of got away from. Any discoveries? Any progress? <laughs> uh, no. But. Now? I haven't had access to something to look that foul before, so. Hmm. Who knows? You do know, Corpse, you still have to send the message. Well, I uh, I do intend on enjoying this steak first, so I'm going to take it, when that's ready, take it back up to my room and lock the door so I could actually eat it with my mask off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the end of this conversation you have with Ember, uh, Kranz throws... Uh, a plate in front of you with uh, a large cup of tea and um, a steak. And he goes, sorry, Mr. Paint, I give I gave Faye uh, the pot. So I've only got a cup for you right now. <laughs> That's perfectly all right. Thank you. All right. And I will excuse myself and go up to my room so I could eat maskless rather than having to cut and then lift up and yeah. 
That's awesome. All right. Um, if I may, DM. Mm-hmm. Um, Faye at some point would um, pull out, um, like remove the silver chain that she wears, and um, on it is a couple of just items that are like just hanging there. One of it being her um, holy symbol, and she just kind of holds it in her in her palm, and at some point starts loosely sketching um, the images of her mother's and then sister. And it just occurred to me, did I see the insignia of the Temple of Lokor on the sheet that Corpse Paint presented to me last night? Yeah, you would have, yeah. Do I, would I recognize it from a different event in a different timeline? You you do not recognize it. Okay. Um, I will cast a spell um, for the first time now that she is uh, able to do so. She is going to cast Sending to mm-hmm. Valorous. Mm. So I got 25 words. I've already thought about it. <laughs> um, just with her holy symbol in hand. Testing, testing... Hi, Valorous. I've never done this before. I hope this works. I hope you're doing good. And you're being cautious and safe. I know you always are. When you're back, we need to talk. Okay, bye. (laughs) So, Valorous, you're sitting in this weird cabin. It smells like old dead fish. This ancient man is is talking to you about a new, entirely unheard of way of bending known as Atu. And you hear Faye's very familiar and comforting voice in your head. (laughs) Now, does he get to reply? You get an answer, yeah. (laughs) Okay, there you go. I guess you you see uh, old man Arno. He's like, what's up? You look distracted. Am I boring you? Valus would just like hold up a hand just to like have him pause for a second and so with sending like it's mental thoughts he he does you don't have to actually speak it verbally right you know I I think Faye would have said it out loud because she's never (laughs) cast this before so but I think you can just do it um telepathically (laughs) I'm gonna rule it as telepathic if you want Hi. Hi, uh, hi, Faye. This is a first. I am good. Yes, I'm safe. Everything is fine. I will be back as soon as I can. Hope all is well. Perfect. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, old man Arnold's like, are you good? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're good. Just had a, just had a moment. So You're we're having a full conversation. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part about sending. <laughs> Come on. Just abruptly. Boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> you got mail. So what? What? What do you think then, there, Valorous? Are you? 
Are you ready to commit to this? Do you think you're ready? I think I'm ready. I think I can do this. He goes, um... All right. Where do you want to start? I've had some very up-close and personal experience uh, with some lightning uh, scenarios. So I'd like to start there. All right. He shows you this move. He just stands up and he just goes into this weird routine. And you see he puts both his hands in his chest. And he drops one hand down. And then holds it out to his right and then repeats that same motion with his left hand until both hands are pointing in the same direction. He goes, if you're ever struck with lightning, this is the move to do. And then he goes, this is how you produce lightning. And he slides one foot back and he rotates his right arm in a 360 degrees Pulls both arms back and shoots you with lightning. So I need you to make a wisdom check based on the move that you just saw him do, how to reflect it, and see what happens. Oh, I see. And I will take it with disadvantage because this is a first and he's just doing this out of nowhere. Okay, so I rolled a 10 and then I rolled an 11. So it's a 14 on a wisdom check. Is this inside the cabin? This is inside the cabin. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. So he shoots you with lightning. Here we go. <laughs> and he, 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 he doesn't give you his all. So you take 15 points of lightning damage and are blasted through one wall of his cabin and thrown out the other side and do about three barrel rolls and come to a halt up against that ash tree. And you kind of rub the the stun out of your eyes and your face and your hair. And um, he walks up to you. And he says, Well, Valorous, come back in a cycle. And I'm going to shoot you with lightning again. And if you can deflect it, we'll proceed. I'll just we'll get up, just, just like stutter in a step, get up, dust himself off, a head nod, and he will just, he'll just walk away. He goes, uh, 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 uh. A pupil bows to his master. Very sarcastic, deep bow. <laughs> That's awesome. And there's like twinge of pain in his back as he comes back up. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, he also bows, not as deep, of course. <laughs> in a cycle. Yes, in a cycle. All right. The uh, the fisherman is is waiting just slightly offshore for you, and he goes, uh, "Oh wow, you're you're alive. It's nice. Good for you. Well done. Thanks. Why would I not be alive?" not like the first outsider to honestly come to Crater Bay looking for old man Arno. Not everyone walks off the island. Would have been good to know beforehand. 
Yeah, I figured you'd just be good without. Yeah, that's kind of why I made sure I could leave if you didn't, like, walk off, you know? All right, you know what? It's fine. Let's go. Yeah. Immediately right. had a long day. Yeah. What are you, what are you kids doing in Red Willow? What do you got to get done here? Got to go to the post office. To go to the post office. I got to deliver a letter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Snark tells you that um, uh, Fetch, Fetch runs the uh, the uh, the Raven Post, and that she'll be able to uh, send uh, letters for you. Mm-hmm. You exit the Willow Guild. And you walk north to where you cross the small river that trickles into the much larger river, Ralph. Mm-hmm. And you start walking towards where the barns had burnt down. And the uh, little port dock had burnt down. And you see that there are a few carpenters, not nearly as many as there should be, fighting with the snow, trying to put up a frame for the barn so the animals have a place to live in again. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a small little hut based just around the pond. And um, you see that there are actually quite a few um, river ravens fluttering around. And um, you walk inside, and it is a huge aviary inside. It's got um, a domed uh, roof that's kind of like wrought iron, um, so the birds can come in and out with ease. And you see a lot of them are just kind of like uh, cawing and and squawking, uh, just perched on those wrought iron uh, little like domed roof and um, Fetch sees you come in and she's just uh, like a blithe human uh, she's probably like early uh, 30s uh, dark red hair bright blue eyes and she says oh hi you're with the Willow Guild now right yes are you Fetch I am Thatch. I don't see a lot of people just walking around in metal masks. Uh, don't. Don't let that alarm you. It is just, uh, I'm a Templar for the Church of Locor, and we all have to wear masks. Uh, don't worry, you're, you're not in trouble. I'm just here to mail a letter. I can do that. Where, where do you need the scent? Uh, just an aside, cute was, did we, yeah. uh, did we talk about like, were we going to send it to like a local HQ or just a local, a local union, a local <laughs> union because they're, cause they are coming here. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause are. we said they are coming here. So we just send it to like, like the, so you, the, the equivalent of like the Vatican for the church of, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can, you know, that there is a local temple, um, because you passed it. It's just a little bit north of the Loveless Lands along the Great Road. Mm-hmm. Or you could send it there, or you could send it to the Great Northern Rainforest where the main uh, Temple of Lokor is located. So I will, I will actually send it, because I would imagine that uh, they would know who I am and sort of where I'm stationed just by, like a, just by the like return address and like signed corpse yeah. paint. Just my Templar number or whatever. Uh, 
So I would like to think that they actually have like wizards and magic users to like make communication between all the uh, the sanctions quicker. So I will actually send it to the closest uh, local uh, establishment, if you will. Okay. And trust that they will get the word out quicker than it would take to actually like yeah. send a letter to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Fetch tells you, um, well, I do have the fastest birds this side of Latour. River ravens are much sleeker than sea ravens. And they actually happen to be the second fastest bird on Latour. So to get just north of the Loveless Lands will take about an afternoon for my best bird. And it'll cost you about a gold piece. Can they go any faster for two? No, but I could send two birds to make sure it arrives. You know what? Yes, let's do that. Uh, this letter is is important, so any assurance I will take. Right. And you see she uh, grabs the letter. Um, she puts it in this weird, like, machine. It's like this big metal press, and she slams it down, and you see now she has two of the letters. Pretty much just like a copying machine. And she uh, wraps it up and attaches it to two uh, river ravens. And um, they kind of flutter out through the, through the roof. And she says, well, it's as good as delivered. Is there anything else I can help you out with, Mr. Mask? <laughs> the name is Corpse Paint. You don't have to call me Mr. Mask. Oh, you know, Corpse Paint is actually worse than Mr. Mask. Do you, do you get a lot of blood on you? Uh, I have been known to get a lot of blood on me. That's how I got the name Corpse Paint, oddly enough. Tracks. I mean, it's a pretty cool name. Yeah, it's, it's the only name I've ever known. Interesting. Really? You, you weren't given, like, a birth name? Not that I know of. Oh. Well. I can let you know if they send anything back. If you could, that would be great. I'm stationed at the Guild Hall. Excellent. I will let you know. Thank you, Fetch. All right. Is there anything else you needed to do while you were out in town? No, I think that's it. All right. What are you other three doing? A has a shopping list. I don't know. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. This is... Last episode was supposed to be your guys' chill episode. That didn't happen. So... <laughs> if you guys have anything you need to get done, get her done. Yeah, you guys. It was supposed to be a nice chill episode. Hmm. We can also fast forward and say it's evening and Valorous has returned. I also have some shopping. Or at least to inquire. Alright. We're going to say that you guys have spent your day productively getting yourselves acquainted in your new uh, quarters. Uh, resting easy after quite a few days of hard journeying. Uh, you've been very productive since entering Red Willow. Um, it's evening now. Um, a lot of the snow uh, has just 
continue to accumulate throughout the day. And you hear um, the barn doors close. And Kranz uh, starts making excited noises from inside the stable. And Valorous enters uh, in through the uh, stable entrance into the guild hall. It, Kranz got excited just for Valorous showing up, or? I mean, for uh, you, Yeah. Okay, yeah. Ah, more so for the horse, if we're horse. being perfectly honest here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. That, yes, that would make sense. <laughs> hmm. Norden will, uh, he probably spent like the hat first half of the day in the, um, workshop while the second half in barracks old office, trying to get his bearings in yeah. the guild hall stuff. Uh, he'll come out and see who is arrived. Oh, this is quite, quite the, quite the welcoming. Hey, Valerish, you're back. I see Yes. Uh, you get your chest plate situated, or is that just a like? Is that going to be a permanent thing? It's a. It's not a good look. It's it's just in the works right now, and just fixing it to get it done. The prettying up part is the next part, which another day. Got to figure out how to run this guild hall thing. You know, that's kind of more important right now being uh abruptly put in charge that's uh, quite the weight on your shoulders indeed but so walk up hand on the shoulder and say best of luck <laughs> where where did you go what uh what did you had to leave so quickly for if you don't mind me asking hmm. i don't mind uh snark was very forthcoming with uh, some potential leads of uh expanding my my heritage so i went to go explore that ah that's fair yeah where's everyone i uh, i know Faye left to go get some shopping done i'm not sure if she's back yet i haven't heard her uh corpse paint went and i think he's back now from the mail I'm up in the training room. Ah. Oh. He's up in the training room, uh, beating away at something. <laughs> uh, and Ember Waves is right behind you. And I just point behind you. Oh, oh Jesus, man. Did, have you slept? You uh, look at a little more paler than usual. Not very kind thing to say. Expressing concern. Next time, I just won't say anything. I'll just ignore the obvious health risks. Appreciate it. Were you successful in your endeavor? You found someone? Uh, uh, I found somebody. Was not as successful as one would like. Kind of like a, a stiff shoulder kind of rotation. And uh, we'll try again. Mm. Good to see you back. Yeah, it's a... Uh, Kind of lively here, given what's all transpired. Sorry, just real quick timeout. Does the town know the situation of the guild hall? Has that been publicized? Uh, I don't believe Nordum has put out a public notice. However, 
quite a few people, if you'll remember when you, oh, I guess you weren't here. When you re-entered into um, Red Willow, um, everyone was kind of excited to see the guild. And obviously the guild wasn't there. <laughs> well, um, also, uh, Bella Albright, who is now Scarlet Albright, um, the priestess to the church. Um, she did say she would kind of answer any questions the town folks had, that kind of thing. PR, got it. Yeah. Um, as you guys are kind of standing here, though, um, you hear a, a really loud dinner bell and uh, Snark is standing in the tavern and he's just wailing on this bell. He's yelling, dinner! Everyone come get your dinner! And um, we will go into our first break and come back for an awkward family dinner. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> hey you. Yeah you. Why aren't you following us on social media yet? Pause the podcast and do it right now. Did you do it? All right, great. Now back to the episode. Uh, <clears throat> All right. Well, welcome back. To the second half of our episode. <laughs> uh, Stop it. <laughs> we are sitting down for an awkward family dinner. So, yeah. You guys all sit down at uh, one of the three tables at the diner slash tavern in the back of the guild hall. And Stark each delivers you a plate um, of, I don't know, what's on probably like a chicken each. Like a full-on chicken each. And baked potatoes. And... I don't know, some kind of beans. Gravy. <laughs> Green beans. A nice Wait, it's winter in Red Willow, right? So some sort of yeah. hearty vegetable, I'd imagine. Yeah, Maybe and like you guys, most of you guys' food burned, so... Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now it's snowing. Oh, for a second, there, I thought you meant like our actual physical meals were burnt. <laughs> like, I thought you meant Kranz burnt our meals. I'm like, God damn it. I was like, wow, all right. One job. I was just going to say, this is probably the best like Ember and Corpse have eaten in like weeks. So it's like, mm. yeah. yeah, Corpse Paint, not, not about the luxurious bed life, but the food life, he is in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Snark actually cooks a mean meal. So he, yes. uh, he places that in front of you guys. And, uh, yeah, you're free to uh, explore that space, that delicious space. Well, ideally, I would take my meal up to my room. But <laughs> if there, I imagine that there's discussions to be had. Like, Nordum, would you say? Uh, yeah, we Nordum were- would be like, yeah, let's all just let's all sit down because I, I do have a couple of things to discuss. I'm sure you all have other things that you'd like to discuss as well. So I think this would be a nice neutral meeting area for the time being the first thing i'd like to bring up in our meeting uh or our dinner meeting is uh Valus, you have a place uh to go up into the attic in your room there um 
I suggest not going up there because there is a ghost lady who is very scary and likes to yell at people. I found this out earlier today and she doesn't seem very nice. So. Man. Did you knock? Did you announce <laughs> yourself or did you just waltz into somebody's room? Well, you see, it's an attic, so I didn't think that there was anybody living up there, and it's very cold up there, and I didn't expect there to be a ghost living up there. Uh, ghost. Uh, real quick, Mr. Quentin, are ghosts like a common thing in Latour, or is that a, like a, what? You are crazy. Mr. Quentin. Um, <laughs> Mr. Quentin. If, if, you were, if you were an average citizen... It'd be like, come on, fucking ghost. But like, you you know better. You were taken out by a flesh golem like two days ago. Actual nightmare fuel. Got it. Yeah. And I feel like your your partner in crime there is uh, yeah. in tune <laughs> to the spiritual people. So. Who me? Well, exactly. I, I'd expect that a fay of Nordum Iron Boot. Meh. But okay. Uh, so it's what, just like a ceiling addict it's situation? The, there's a ladder up there that goes to the attic. And yeah, there's some old couches and the chest up there. Uh, I, uh, there she's got a robe. Uh, I, I suggest not touching it. Chug really nice them. robe, though. So you went it, into it, somebody's it home, went rummaging through their stuff, and you're shocked they got mad at you. It, <laughs> You're not a, a very ghost. good thief, Nordum. <laughs> it's a ghost. It's not like it's not like I walked into why well, I did walk into your room. It's not like I walked into Corpse's room and like started going through his stuff because he's alive. This is a ghost up in the attic. I feel like it's different than anyone else's room. As the master of this hall, I think you need to be more accepting of all races and circumstances one might be in a ghost is not the race anyway ghost up in the attic i can go up if you want nordum to um oh yeah let's do that what i can do i i don't know what i can do you guys look to the bar and kranz and snark are eating dinner together and kranz is like freaking out he's like there's a ghost upstairs? And Snark's like, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay, Grads. Just a draft. I, I, it's a, a draft. very strong, I, shrieky gra- get draft. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, Faye, if you want to go look at this draft, this cold, <laughs> very scary draft up in the attic, go for it. Okay. I'll put that on my to-do list. <laughs> Uh, other than that, I got uh, there. There's some old uh, jobs that Tiberic had lined up for the guild hall. Um, one is um, there's a monster that's been causing an issue in um, the Scanty Strait. The Scanty Strait. Okay. Uh, there's been a monster that's been causing issues in the Scanty Strait. I think all these I think all these jobs are group efforts. Maybe except for this third one, which is finding food for Red Willow. That's that seems like a 
That's a quartz paint job if I've ever seen one. That Go seems like more food. of a farmer's job, but uh, we can look into that. Uh, this other one I'm not really too keen on is an escort caravan to South Rogar. That doesn't seem like a fantastic job, but um, so those are the next three jobs that we got lined up as of right now. So if you all have a preference of a, a job you'd like to do first to help out, that'd be great. Or if you all just don't, I understand. But help would be appreciated. I mean, out of the available options, I have no desire to go near Rogar, personally. Uh, given the situation of the town, I feel like food needs to be a pretty high on the priority list because we got we got a long ways to go before uh food stores can start getting resupplied are there still i know snow has recently fallen are there still some crops that are still on vine and in stock or no aside from like the odd like fruit tree and stuff the time for like you know, selling crops is like just ended essentially. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, it seems like the scanty trade and finding food are the easiest option for us moving forward if you're looking to stay somewhat in the area. Um, might help uh, Nolan all of this feet under himself. No offense. I, you have a lot to learn. I can imagine. I that that's that's for sure. Um. So, I'm also in agreement of uh, not quite going anywhere near Rogar at this point in time. Um. So, find food and then fight a monster. First and second on the list. Sounds good to everyone. I think that's a good idea, as Jay pointed out, with the celebrations and whatnot upcoming. People probably want a little bit of hope. Might be good for them. Might be some good karma for us. I don't know. Seems every time we enter the town, there's either bad news or someone has died. Oh. Bad news or worse news? It might be nice to have a personal win for us, too. I was just saying. Uh, another side question. Uh, do any of these jobs have, um, like, dollar amounts? They sure do. Oh, perfect. Uh, so finding food, not a, not a paid job. <laughs> yeah, not. I didn't <laughs> think so. Yeah, that's the survival of Red Willow, essentially. Um, to fight a monster is 750 gold pieces put up by a few of the coastal communities um crater bay being one of them um a little more detail it's been um like uh upturning a lot of the fishing boats and a lot of the um uh, uh 
like barks that have been sailing um, from the Half Moon Sea back into the Boundless Ocean that feeds Rogar and Serenstrom and Port Noga and Port Ozos, all those huge major cities and settlements along the coast. Um, and then to escort the caravan south is 1,500 gold pieces. And so, you know, like, jobs don't often come much less than that because when you hire out the Red Willow Guild, you're supposed to be hiring out experts, right? Like, it's kind of yeah, top of the line, so. All right. Um, do we... Would Nordum know of any, like... Could he essentially go to the town, like, to the Red Willow Gown, uh, the mayor, say, uh, get Gandar. funds, yeah, and go to a more, like, maybe, like, a port town and purchase food and bring it back? Is that an option? You think that's probably your best bet? Um, no one here really knows Mayor Rendar yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, you we don't haven't, know. like, talked to him at all. Really. No, which is weird, right? Because if he's the mayor, he should probably be making a good foot forward. Mm-hmm. He's letting us settle um, in. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, but yeah, that would—that's your best bet, anyways. Rum is to go to a bigger town and buy a fuck ton of food. Okay. Um, my idea for this would be maybe we go to another town. Is a uh, Crater Bay, uh, bigger town than us, technically? Not really. It's about Not the really. same-ish size, and they're just a fishing port. You know okay. you could buy a lot of fish there, though. My idea would be to go to maybe another town like Crater Bay, or a bigger one, and purchase food there, and bring it back to the Red Willow. Uh, what we would have to do, though, is talk to the mayor, which I'm not too sure what his ideas and thoughts are yet uh but if we do that we could maybe slay the monster on the way or a way back kind of kill two birds with one stone type of deal maybe on the way there and not when we have food stores we have to protect and slay a monster yes i was thinking more on the way there not the way back but well it shows its head the first time around, then great, and if not, then we have a lot of food to bait it on the way back, so. Uh, Nordum, forgive me for interrupting. Nope, I, this, is, this is an open table for everyone. Well, perfect. Uh, just before we get any further in discussing business matters, I think now would be a good time to mention to Valorous that the the Templars of Lokor are on the way here. And Faye and I may not be available, depending on how the situation goes. Faye is very quiet. Is this a social call? Not exactly. Okay, so your guild, your band of Templars are known for interrogation and hunting people down. Correct. Are just coming here to see you two? Are we welcoming them? I've summoned them here because I was tasked with bringing in Faye. 
Oh, so just look at Faye. <laughs> Faye is like not making eye contact. She is facing like head in her plate, just pushing her food around, basically. I um wanted to talk to you about this privately, Valors, but I guess this is what we're doing. And just kind of shoots a look over at Corpse Paint. Um, I did not give any details. This is something that we discussed as a group and you were not here. I'm simply informing you of the matter that they are on the way. It, it was better than the alternative. I will say that. Excuse me. I'll take my food and go to my room. Resident Moody Boy, as it were. <laughs> the, the, the internal battle to just to, to mess with coarse paint is so real right now. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I believe that's our cue. And Valorous will pick up his plates and gesture to Faye. Because <laughs> we have some discussing to do. Oh, yeah. And some stratagem to potentially deal with. <laughs> Yay, family dinners. They're great. Quick oh, <laughs> dinner, guys. It's me and Ember just sitting there now. And and I guess Aspen. Uh that was well. Um, at, least, at least we made it for most of it, I guess. I yep. You're doing a good job. That's that's I do have a question. Um Personal. Um, so before all this, um, I made my living as a private investigator and sort of uh, was able to sniff out contracts and stuff. How are you getting your information? Do you know or is this sort of passed through friends uh, and what did they? Sorry. Do you know these were old contracts, or are we just going to have people showing up saying we need help with this? Some, uh, for my understanding, well, these these three were old contracts that mm. Berg had, uh, but most of the time, most people came to us, as far mm. as I know. And but, if we wanted information, you have people you can contact. I, I'm pretty sure there are, but I don't 100% know. From what I understand from Kranz is that they do have people who can be in contact with them, but mm. I haven't gotten that deep yet. So, well. Um, but if you want, um, there was uh, five different offices around here or different shop things. Um, obviously, I got the blacksmithing one. Uh, looks like Faye made herself comfy in one of the potions ones. But if you like to set up somewhere, um, you got the next pick, I guess, because everyone else walked away from the dinner because I was going to ask if they would like to pick, but... Didn't quite get there, I guess. 
I will take the office closer to the bar just in case we have potential clientele that need to relax. Sometimes people get scared when they're talking about things. And you're uh, closest to the food. That's that's a smart thing in there. You see right on me, of course. <laughs> when you get the chance, can you send a message to the Argon mine as we discussed about uh, the man Dalton? Yes, I, uh, I I probably would have done that also when I sent out the rest of the mail for the other guild halls. So, yep. Yeah, yep. so when I sent it with Cran. So, uh, yes, I already sent one out uh, to a lot of the guild halls around here because I also had to send out same under new management kind of deal. Uh, so I did send out some testers and some uh, questions out to the other guild halls. If it got handled, then thank you for keeping your world. Um, hopefully it will bring something up, but we shall see. Regardless, uh, apologies to you and your uh, armored friend. Who, uh, your name again, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's, it's Aspen. Aspen. Sorry about uh, last night, Aspen. Um, if it's any consolation after all you and Nordum left, um, I did patch your friend up and let him go. Not not my friend, but uh, it's kind of you to do so. Yes, that's very true. Well, another man, unless you have something to say, I, uh, I will have two letters that I need to write, and uh, I think I can help the Red Willow food situation for next year, not for this year, but uh, if that's something that we might need to uh, assist some. Oh, I, I, I think we will need to assist with all the, not just this year, but next year for sure. I'm sure of it. Okay. Uh, if that is the case, I will uh, quickly take my leave. Ember is going to go quickly right um, in his uh, shitty little chicken scratch uh, scrawling because one good hand, right? Um, yeah. A note to uh, Course Fane. Um, I hope you're well, friend. I have plans to help the people of Red Willow for next year, but it will occupy me for most of tomorrow. Uh, and the other will be uh, just a very long overdue uh, apology letter to uh, Rosie. Mm -hmm. and, uh, he will put that in the mail system based on where probably years have passed now, but uh, her, her last known address. Kind of thing. Yeah. Beautiful. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, head upstairs, slip the note under corpses. Um, Door. Door, I'm sure he's uh, 
gifts in his post food rituals and whatnot and <laughs> All brooding the in the corner. I more meant connecting to his god, but uh he's and uh hundred percent uh, he's brooding, let's be real. <laughs> I will Alright. Well you don't know, he's wearing a mask. It's mm, true. Say <laughs> and Valorous, where do you guys get comfortable? There's a lot of common spaces in the guild, upstairs, downstairs, your offices. I don't think this is common area talk for sure. Um, uh, have we had much of a tour of like the upper levels at all? Like, do, do we know where stuff is? Mm-hmm. We did the night before when we got yeah, back. Yeah, Faye, Faye did, but I don't think you were there for it. No. Um, so she could show you where there's kind of like the, the places to hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the big, large sun deck, which is covered in snow, which uh, Nordum and Faye have access to from their bedrooms, as well as the main hall. Um, there is a war room that um, everyone does technically have access to. Um, there is a, a small fireplace uh, reading area upstairs next to Ember and Faye's room. And then the training gym and just your guys' bedrooms or offices, basically. And the offices all have doors on them and stuff, so you can make them mm-hmm. private. Valorous will just kind of look at Faye and just lead on. I, I, I don't know where any of this is. Uh, I think Faye would probably just... Um, lead I think lead him to potentially his, his room because he hasn't been there yet so yeah this is sense. where this is where you're hold up unless you want to trade rooms if you don't want the ghostly draft bothering you in the night um I mean you're always welcome to crash in my room and I can find the floor or somewhere else well I, I think before we start painting any assumptions with uh, the ghosty folk <laughs> we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there but I think right now is what's going on with the church of Lokar what why 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 are you being hunted I mean your guess is as good as mine um I found a note on my new bed last night that instructed me to meet someone at the old apple tree north of Red Willow and it was corpse paint with a a letter that or a posting a wanted sign whatever you want to call it Declaring me a um, murderer and destruction of my home. Wash water. That is quite the claim. <laughs> yeah. She um, pulls out the sketch that she drew earlier today, lays it. I guess on the desk or wherever they're situated, whether if they're just like sitting 
cross-legged on the bed or just standing around. Um, on it depicts two elven, well, three, I guess, elven women. Um, uh, two of them appear older. Um, long, one with short, like, really cropped hair and the other with um, long, traditional elven hair. And the third is a younger one, but still slightly older than Faye, whose um, hair is kind of cropped in a, in a, in a bob. The, this is my family. Was my family. Um, I know, I, and I'm sorry that this hasn't really come up in the couple years that we've been traveling together. Uh, I just never wanted to tell, I, I wanted to tell you, but I just couldn't find the words to do it, and now I feel like I'm forced to do so. Um, Long story short, we were a happy, small family. You know, didn't really had much, but we had each other. My mothers, Imaris and Renry, found each other after my father had vanished, died. I don't know. He was drafted into the service of a of a lord and went off and never returned. Um, they found each other and fell in love. And one night, there was a knock on the door and a group, a battalion, a, I don't know, it was all it's such a blur. They barged their way in and that Helven Lord who drafted my father was apparently a husband to Renry, my mom, and saw a slight that she had found true love and then left him. And to be honest, the last thing I remember is the screams of my of my mom and sister my mom's and sister. I I see and this is a first for Valorous, even though I'm pretty sure he would probably figure it out. I see their spirits often. They haunt me. I ran like a coward. I couldn't, I could have saved, I could have done something and maybe had not lost them all. So this contract that Corpse has um, claims that I killed everyone. I, I mean, maybe in retrospect, if I had stuck around, I could have, could have saved them, prevented any fates, but it didn't. So I guess their blood is on my hands in a way. On this contract, did it say who, on whose order, on whose authority it was? No, just that it was signed by the Templars of Locor. And in what context? So you, 
Sorry, just to wrap my head around all of this. Yeah, I'm wanted dead or alive. So. And when they get here, are they collecting? Are they inquiring? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get a trial, if I'm just going to be brought to whoever's contracting this. Um, Are we staying? Corpse paint. Like, I didn't elaborate as much. Told him I didn't do it. But, um, he asked me if I was tired running. And to a degree I am, but I don't think I can... I don't know if I'm strong enough to face whatever judgment this is. Um, and I know I'm not smart, but if I were to have a guess, I know who contracted this. It would be Lord Thren. Renry's husband, I guess. Um, she pulls out uh, a second, like, very small um, piece of parchment that has been folded. You can tell many times the edges are a little worn. Um, call me Petty. Not the list. He's on the list. And so is his captain. I don't know what this list really means in the end. Although I think I'd be terrified and angry to see him again. Which, I mean, eventually I wanted to talk to you about this and see if you could could or wanted to help me in this. But again, I don't know how to put it in words and I still don't know what I want. Everyone is in collective agreement to just let the Templars come in and extract whatever information they seem they deem fit. Nordum and Ember, I don't think really. <laughs> they um uh, showed up because they were concerned. Um, Snark had escorted me to the apple tree because I was very scared. I didn't know what the hell. The, the note on my bed wasn't signed, so I had no idea who I was meeting. Um, so I sent him back when I found out it was corpse paint, so he must have said something to them because they came running on a horse. Um, and <laughs> they found us kind of limping back to town. We um, had a disagreement. And maybe I'm stronger or just more cowardly than I think I am because I was able to um, harm corpse paint real good. Needless to say. Uh, and it, I wasn't intentional. I panicked and he it's just doing his job, I guess, and swung at me and I tried to swing at him and got a hold of him and dropped him basically and 
I've seen you turn humanoids into blackened, shriveled husks that crumble to nothing. So that fully tracks. Yeah. Kind of what he said. But there was only other one other instance in his time that something like that happened. So, again, I don't know how I feel about that, really. <laughs> he so, get, like, laughs kind of nervously and is like, oh, my God. So he confronts you. He attacks you. You drop him on his ass. And now we're sleeping under the same roof? I guess. I... Last night I had a very brief moment of just running again. But I didn't want to leave without you. And at least not without giving you an an explanation to this. Um, I... I don't know if Corpse knows what or who to believe and again I don't blame him he works and worships his own thing and he's just doing his job I don't I don't know if running will even solve anything because he is tasked to bring me in so I'm assuming he would just follow if he could I guess um Keyword, if. Yeah. <laughs> no, Valorous, no. <laughs> Whatever scheming you have, I'll keep it out of your mind. So oh. I don't know what to do. I I know we don't know these people at all, um, but we have already gone through a lot in this past cycle. So I feel like I owe them a little bit, but I owe you more. First and foremost, you owe them nothing. We showed up. We have paid our worth in gold already. Full stop. Second, maybe reach out to whom you, your, your deity of some kind. Maybe they can provide some guidance. Guess. I mean, she I just kind of shepherds the lost souls and... You're as much of a lost soul as I've (laughs) ever heard one. Given the whole situation right there, and he'll just gesture right to face face, lost soul. Anyways, we have a cycle, about a cycle, I think. If I I was a bit kind of catatonic last night, um, I think we have a cycle to really figure out if we want to stick around and wait for the other Templars to come or peace out. Dip, dip potato chip as we say well so reach out to your shepherd of the night we sit down Mr. Brooding corpse paint down get him fully understood of the situation not what his version of it may be see where the heads are at and kind of go from there yeah I mean, do we bring in Nordum and Ember in on this? I honestly thought we were going to have this whole conversation downstairs at the dinner table, which I wasn't exactly idea. But, um... I would assume Ember will be involved one way or another. Fair. Um, Nordum! Hard to say. It's a bit oh, of a hard one to read that one. He, he's, got a, he's got a bit of a dig with, you know, 
potential activities that have happened in the past and stuff has gone missing and switched hands blah 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 mm-hmm. so I don't know if he will be uh, a team player as it were you know I think as long as no harm comes to Red Willow I think he's you know fairly neutral about a lot of things to a degree obviously not against um, any items or things or passing of hands of anything that might be a different story but if if nothing happens to Redwell and God like we need to give them a win I would like to stick around to help them if, as much as I can before we decide on what we do but uh, Corpse has made it clear that as long as I don't try to leave there's no reason for me to be imprisoned I guess kind of kept a wide berth from him today imprisoned is a strong word <laughs> yeah I'm not house arrested I'm not under house arrest yet so that's a lot I'm really sorry can I can I give you make you some tea can I go down to the bar and get you anything I'm really this is a lot I didn't want to do this all in one night I will certainly go back to the bar and get some thinking fuel as it were and have uh, bounce some ideas off uh, probably Snark if I had to hazard a guess of the two. Did you find success in whatever you went to the last day? Oh yes, yes. I, I found a Mr. Arno. He's a he's a he's a crazy old man. Lives in a shack, middle of nowhere really good at what he does i think i can learn from him but he also blew me through a wall so yeah you looked a little singed still so um yeah yeah it's uh so it wounds (laughs) yep it was a very much a trial by fire he showed me once and then i had about a couple seconds to try to reiterate it and it didn't go so well hmm so I go back in about a cycle, pending how this goes. Man, I didn't really want this to interfere with any of your stuff. That's part of why I didn't say anything earlier. Ugh, I don't want to stop you from learning new things. So hopefully we it's can get this sorted all good. out. Oh, we will. One way or another. It will get sorted. So you guys head back downstairs. <laughs> yeah, all sunshine and rainbows. A orders her first alcoholic beverage that she's had in Whoa. years. <laughs> and just takes it to her room. <laughs> before actually stopping by Nordum's office or wherever he's at, but we can move on to other things before we do that. Nordum's still chilling at the table. <laughs> yeah. Drinking away. <laughs> you know, like, you know, just the father that's just like still sitting at the table after the entire family had a big fight and left. Mm-hmm. Reading the newspaper or something like that. Deep thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. Enjoying the silence. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, you come back downstairs and Nordum and Aspen are just kind of drinking ale at the table. Um, Ember's in his new office uh, writing notes. I think Corpse Paint is still probably in his bedroom. Yeah, and, uh, uh, Ember, you dropped off that note, correct? Oh. I, yeah, I, I drafted the letter, I drafted the note, I slipped the note under your door, and then once all of that detailing was done, uh, Ember would um, have quickly asked one of the goblins where the biggest farming sector is. He would have made his way there. But yes, yeah, so Corpse, to, to answer your question, uh, yes, I have slipped the note. And yes, for you, Quentin, in in Red Willow, like the largest farming section. Yeah. It, it is the middle of the night. I was just going to make sure that you knew that, but that's yeah. cool with you. Okay. Everyone is in is in their rooms now, uh, or their rooms, uh, their homes, because um, it is uh, a windy, uh, snowy night. Um, and you kind of walk out towards the barns um, and where the, this, the grain storage was. You kind of look those up and down and it looks like, you know, they're trying to put some skeleton um, framing back together. Um, you kind of look to the right, um, like opposite of the river, essentially. Um, and that's where essentially the largest section of the farms are. Um, it, it pretty much takes up the whole section between Red Willow and the mines. Okay, it's, yeah, it's massive. Um, the, oh, what's the best way to do this? Uh, okay. He's going to uh, bundle himself down as best he can. Uh, he's tired, but he's going to use the cold to help him stay awake. Uh, and over, uh, I'm going to, because I said I was going to do it, and I did promise uh, Nordum to at least assist for the next year. Um, no time like the present, and I'm used to the night anyways. So he will walk out uh, half a mile into the fields uh, as far as he can, and he's going to take eight hours and cast plant growth. Oh my god. It's great. Um, First of all, very cool image. Just a singular keys walking out to the middle of this snow-swept farming field. Nothing around him. Yeah. Dark of night. Um, okay. So, if I'm successful in the next eight hours, I understand there's going to be exhaustion associated with all this fun stuff, but if cast over eight hours, I enrich the land for a year. All plants in a half mile radius centered on the point within range become enriched. And when uh, harvest comes to fruition, they yield twice. That's awesome. So I'm going to get in in the morning when everyone's already up more than likely frigid and fucking frozen. But so what I need, because I love yeah. this idea and I want you to work for it because I yeah, love of it. Course. And I yeah. want it to be good. <laughs> Give me um, a constitute or a, a concentrate. No, constitution, I guess, to maintain yeah. your focus. Uh, 15, 13 plus two. Okay. You are good for the first three hours. Okay. One more. Uh, 17 plus two this time, 19 total. Damn, son. All right. You done it. 
he's there's like I'll, I'll say at the the three hour mark there's like the the realization of the the body and the cold and he'll just pull his his clothes a bit closer around him he's not undergoing like his normal um oh geez what do you call that his normal uh uh, extended consciousness, but he's starting to try and use the movements that he's recognized uh, in casting this very long arcane thing um, as part of like his ability to stay awake. So he's trying to like balance between pain and tired and yeah. keep keeping the the long term end goal of. Hey, we kind of messed this place up. Uh, this uh, this might help a little bit in the long run. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, a little a little bit of uh, pain can go a long, long way for the benefits of others. So, anyways, that's all I wanted to do for for Sussoir. He'll take. Uh, I'm glad he passed that. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of that, you will take inspiration and one level of exhaustion. I kind of figured, but I'm going to start the smell off. So I think there's like a moment as, you know, light is coming up that he, it's like that last 30 minutes of saving grace of just like, okay, I'm good. We're good. We're like, we got there kind of thing. Um, and he just kind of gets up from kneeling and and heads back to the guild. Um, (laughs) tiny, frail and freezing. So, falls in front of the largest fireplace legit like immediately back up to the bar and just like yeah. like no no manners no cooth just something hot <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awesome yeah you see snark runs over with a, a warm warm tea to put between your frigid hands um but before that yes Faye, uh you come down to see nordum mm-hmm um, mug in hand of ale because I'm sure he'll always take a mug of ale. <laughs> oh, he's already got a couple in front, probably. Oh, good. <laughs> Multiple. Um, yeah. <laughs> some empty, some not. <laughs> where, are you, where are you on the map here? I can't. Just you're all oh, right. You're at the table. Door. That's right. Yeah. Um. I imagine Luna is still following Faye around. Yep. Constantly. Okay. Yep. Just like a lost puppy. Yeah. Just likes to. As long as you're in eyesight, it's just bliss for it. Okay. Oh. (laughs) So cute. Um. The. Nordum, do you want another mug? Are you good, or should I? I I will always take another mug. Mm -hmm. So I thought. Aspen's like here, here. (laughs) That's back (laughs) as ale. Yeah. (laughs) Um, slams a mug of ale down in front of Nordum. Um, any services that I can provide, just let me know. Um, just totally glossing over the con- like the way dinner ended. <laughs> um, I, I mean, obviously can work as a healer. Um, both arcane, I guess. Um. But I did start my career as, like, as a healer for mercenary guilds, for villages, for whatever. Um, 
I've already taken a note of what we need to restock in the stores. Um, and I will purchase whatever we need for tomorrow. Um, yeah, I already saw you over in the um, old infirmary. Medical bay? Oh, infirmary. Yeah. I like infirmary. <laughs> infirmary over there. Uh, so I just assumed you were going to take care of all of that. Uh, mm -hmm. Anything you need from uh, to restock, I can uh, spare the, the change from uh, the guild hall uh, to cover it if you like. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, you just gave us a hell of a good payday yesterday. I'm I'm okay to spot this one today. Perfect. Uh, if and I also, can find what I'm looking for, I guess. But yeah, I'm sure there's some shop in town that's got most of it. Mm -hmm. Also, if you like to, because uh, I was going to mention before everyone ran off, um, that uh, if Alaris would like to pick uh, one of the offices. He's more to welcome if he's... I don't even know what his trade will be. I'm assuming it's not the most lawful one, but I, I, I assume he's got something up his sleeve there. Oh, oh that cuts a, deep. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he's an import and export specialist. He, yeah. That's how uh, we met. He provided me with lots of sort all ingredients that I was looking for when we I'm, first. I'm sure he's more each. of the exporter of other people's goods uh, <laughs> person. But uh, small I'm smile. Sure. Like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Have another ale. <laughs> I'm sure he's got his uses around here. So if you like to pick one, I think the one behind us. Um, Ember already took. Uh, obviously, he can't have the blacksmithing because that's your home. Blacksmithing is in there, but uh, mm. any of the other uh, tools that are available to him, he can take. I'll let him know. Even though I think he's actually like right at the bar, <laughs> right behind us. <laughs> oh, is he? Deep in thought. Yeah. Sipping a whiskey. Mm. Nord Nordum like tries to like squint his eyes. Oh, I think I see him. <laughs> I don't know. He's like five feet for you. We need to get your eyesight checked. If that's the oh boy, Aspen's like, no, I think that's the third goblin. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm like Our thirteen of these in. <laughs> You're excited? Like, what's going on here, man? <laughs> I'm just thirteen of these ales in by now. Mm. Fair enough. I mean, After I have the a... tenth, uh, your sight goes down. Yeah. If you need a hangover concoction, <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> well, that's the beauty about the drawers. They don't ever get hangover. Because they're always drunk? Uh, just at the perfect level, I would say. <laughs> always buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to scare a dwarf, show him a cup of coffee. Sober <laughs> him up. Well, good night, Nordum. <laughs> Have a good morning. night. Faye takes her alcoholic beverage of choice up to her room <laughs> and I think corpse paint has one last thing to do before we wrap I have come out of my room I think Faye as you're coming up the stairs you yeah. see me you see me you see me exit I don't I don't know if I notice you or not but I like cross this way and go out to uh 
to the balcony. I'm sure Valorous would like to have a word at some point. So, yes. Not hiding a not hiding away in the brooding lair. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I, I rolled a d20. It's like if it was below 10, if I wouldn't have done anything, and over 10, Bryce is going to come hunt you down. And I rolled a 19. Oh, okay, oh. cool. So oh, he's. he's, 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 <laughs> he's Faye he's, is spying out of her window. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I guess he would just cut through Faye's room, because I don't think he would cut through anyone else's room. I believe there is a door in the hallway out to the deck. Just there is, I don't. I don't know why it's not. I'll put one there. I was say, I only see the two access points within the two bedrooms, so it'd be a little weird for me to cut through. Well, maybe out of spite, he would cut through Nordham's room just because he told <laughs> me he was through his own. <laughs> Go through and just start just touching a couple things as he goes through. Just be the disruptive person, just knock a couple books over. <laughs> touch my stuff and touch your stuff. <laughs> So you see Corpse Paint uh, got his uh, elbows rested on the, the large um, handrail. Uh, the whole deck is just covered in snow. Um, you look out, it gives you a fine view of um, the uh, town square, a few buildings that are between you and that, um, the large statue of Routh Fine Eye, and it is just snowing, snowing hard, snowing heavy. Valor should just walk up, lean up on another windowsill. Like, not immediately the same one, but probably close enough to have just a very subtle conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, while he's leaning there, just kind of in the silence, observing the snowfall, he's going to cast Detect Thoughts against coarse paint to get the surface level thoughts. What you thinking? Surface level, it's, it's quite calm for the most part. You do get like a little bit of a sense of like, you know, like when you're a kid and you get in trouble and your mom says, oh, just wait when dad gets home. <laughs> the apprehension. Oh, God. <laughs> as, I think as soon as you walk. Yeah, I think you like catch like sort of like the lingering little like little bit of that. You know, he's, you know, not happy to have this confrontation, but he's surface level. You can tell that he was thinking seriously about when the Templars would be showing up and whether or not to leave with them when they leave. Kind of like what you catch underneath all the, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, God. <laughs> Look, I'm going to keep this short because I'm exhausted, traveling all day, had a shitty meal, had so much dumped on me, do you intend to fully investigate this to its fertility or are you just going to do as you're told? I told Faye that I would. I do believe she is innocent. And the reasoning for bringing them here is that when a subject is alive, in my experience, the individual who put out the bounty comes to collect. What Faye chooses to do from there is up to her. But once the business is done, 
the Templars are out. And if she truly is innocent, I will help in whatever way I can. And you'll be relieved to know. After that, you will not have to worry about my presence ever again. Personal feelings aside, being relieved, not relieved, here, not here. I appreciate that you will see to this properly, but just know I have face back. If things do not go the way one would like, please don't try to stop us. As I would expect you to, you are a loyal friend to her, a trait I admire. You have my word. Exit scene. Um, Corpse Paint, you hear in your head, <clears throat> we will be there in two days. And that is where we will end. Episode 10, The Willow Guild, Part 3. Hey, Walker is having a great time. Two days! Two days! <laughs> oh, no! Norton's got a wall and prepare! I regret to inform you guys that I need to leave this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be the first one to have their story shit come up. No, 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 no. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this production of Fables of Latour. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes, and give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter for any future updates. <laughs>